Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we just thank, well, well, Father, we just thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness, and, and we just welcome your presence here. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Thank you that you show us things to come. You reveal truth to us, and, and I just thank you that we have an opportunity every time that we connect uh, as a staff. I thank you that uh, we grow stronger together. I just thank you that, that you're, you're strengthening us, you're empowering us, you're giving wisdom, wisdom beyond our years and beyond our experience. So, Father, we just open our hearts to receive from you today, and, and we thank you for we thank you for Joe and and as he as he helps lead this ministry with Dr. Savell. Father, I just thank you that he imparts the heart of this ministry, and that when we leave here today, I thank you that we'll leave here inspired, we'll leave here unified, and we'll leave here with a sense of purpose. Amen. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. You know, I never really get to give you a visual of what goes on in our part of the ministry. And so today, uh, Nikki put together a PowerPoint for you, and I want to show you some things that actually happens from what we do. And we all know that some of our key scriptures is in Habakkuk, you know, that uh, I'll go seek the Lord, I'll see what he says to me, and I'll see how I answer him. In other words, we'll hear from God and then we'll do what God tells us to do in the method he tells us to do. And you know, that doesn't mean that's an overnight happening. You might hear the vision overnight, but you might not have every step because the steps of a good man and woman and child are ordered by the Lord. You'll at least know where to take the first step. And sometimes they'll look like there's no surface under that step at all. But you do it because God said to, because with his covenant, he, what he tells you to do will come to pass, okay? It's when we get off of what he says to do that we have the troubles, okay? And don't get me wrong, the devil is always going to throw obstacles at you, whether you're uh, doing right or doing wrong. He's always going to throw obstacles, but he can't stop you. There's no way. He cannot stop the vision of Jerry Savell Ministries, Heritage of Faith, Chariots of Light, anything we do, our discipleship program. He can't stop it. He can try to stop it. He can try to slow it down. But if we endure and we keep that as our main focus and keep the word in front of us, it will speak. And uh, I'm going to use uh, three different locations today, uh, Puerto Rico, Navajo Nation, and Montana. The, we started, you don't always have, you don't, when you look at our missions department, you think overseas. No, when Jesus said, go ye into all the world, it could be your next door neighbor. Okay, it could be the city you're in. The church is affecting all of the area, but it won't stay in this area. That's where it starts. It reaches out from there. So when you hear us talking about missions, we have mission fields right here in the United States, just like I have in Africa or any other country we go to. And so the three I haven't talked to you guys about this time since I've been back is Puerto Rico was one of them, and then Navajo Nation, which me and Brother Jerry just did. And you got to realize that's special because we do have Indian blood in us. Maybe not much, but we have it, okay? And if you've seen mine and Brother Jerry's grandmothers and great-grandmothers, you can really see it in them, okay? And, but in us, you might not notice it at all, but it's still there. And Brother Jerry's always had a love for the Native Americans, Canadian Indians, uh, Aborigines, uh, any of them that came from that line of tribal. That's why Africa is so important. It's tribal. And that's actually what Indian and everything else was. And so uh, when we do certain graduations, they really impact both of us. And uh, I'll start off with the uh, Navajo Nation. We uh, flew up on the one day. We rented the car. Everything went wrong. Everything. Getting there, Ken, we couldn't find the terminal. Then Ken, we couldn't get on the, the expressway. Now, I'm talking little things, but they start adding up after it's one after another. Got, got to the airport, plane was delayed. Got into Flagstaff, took an hour and a half to get the rental car. I'm talking one thing, and then we get the rental car. Now, we still have to drive a couple hours, okay? I'm talking everything that could be done... Now, that's not counting the stuff that might happen in our families while we're gone. How many know it's not just while you're out on what's happening to you personally. It could be stuff going on in the families. And all this stuff's going on. Now, 
and Brother Jerry has to minister that night. So when we get where we're going, we have to do what? Get in the spirit. The world's all over us, but you've got to shake that off, okay? And we get ready for that meeting. Well, he had a tremendous night meeting, which had nothing to do with the school that time. That was actually a motorcycle rally and a camp meeting. And he preached the word of God, and we ministered to look like it, it's, it felt like it was everybody in there came up for healing. Had some miraculous miracles. And then the next day, we did, we tied in with his message, the graduation. And so as we went in, the class came in. Now, this is their charter class of the Navajo Reservation. So it, that's special. We, when I called them, I said, you don't have to wear cap and gowns. I would like you to wear your traditional dress. Okay, I do that in Africa. If they want to wear cap and gowns, and pretty well they do in Africa because they think it's supposed to be, but I like to see them wear their traditional dress from whatever country they're in. And so Callie said, well, we'll do that. We'd rather do that. So they came in, but they did have their cap with the tassel, and they had a little uh, thing to wear over, but not a full, you can see it here, okay? And uh, so, and I'm going to talk as we have the pictures, you can hear me, okay? Turn my back to you, though. This is the class. Only one, only one did not graduate. This is a breakthrough. You'll hear me talk about when we first started the schools on the reservations, out of 15 students, I had one graduate. How many know you can get discouraged? You can say, I must not heard God. When you know you heard God, you go ahead and carry it out whether you have one graduate. If there had been none graduate, we still would have done it. But the one that graduated made such an effect on the people around her. Now, I want you to stay with that. We're talking testimony of every one of us now. When they see something in us they want, it draws them to God. Amen? So out of this class... We only had one that didn't graduate, but she'll graduate next year with the next class, but she doesn't get to call it the charter class. She'll be in the next class, okay? And then we had one graduate that's not here with us. He's in Canada. He took the course in Canada, but from them. So this was the first class. You can see the dress. I love the Indian-type dress and the jewelry and everything. And... uh, So we actually, this was the class right here. You can go to the next one. Okay, Elson, when Elson came up, now if if Elson could turn around, his hair is to here, okay? And braided, I mean, he didn't have it braided that day, but he had on his little top cap, top cap, uh, top hat. So he got up and he said, I've got to tell you what this school really did. And he said, number one, we're the first reservation, because there's a lot of Navajos that has had the school on location. That meant a lot. They didn't, these students couldn't go to school somewhere. They couldn't afford it, couldn't be gone. They all have families and things like that. We took it to them. That's a key thing Jerry Savell Ministry does that a lot of people don't do. That's why we can have the effective school up in the bush of Africa, because we take it to them. They don't always come to us, okay? And so Elson said it did several things. Now, when you look at a Bible school, you look at spirit, soul, and body. It should not only change just their spirit part. That's the first one, spirit. That's got to change that for you'll see anything else, and that's in all of us too. It'll always start out spiritual, then it'll change into the financial and all the others. And he said it not only changed them spirit, but it changed them in their soul and their bodies. And he started talking. He said, a lot of the students that took the class could not read. Could not read. But every one of them read now after taking the class. Now there's your signs, wonders, and your miracles. That's a marvel. When he did it, he got to tear, he teared up. They could not read before this course, but now they can read. Come on. I'm starting to get emotional already. I've got goosebumps all over me. Amen. So when he approved the school from the beginning, but then when he seen the school, stay with this. When people see what goes on in the school, they'll want it. 
That's the whole thing. It doesn't matter if you start out with one person. You can have a church full from one person. Because when somebody sees something they like, they want to come get a hold of it. You can go next next one. Uh, well, we know who that is. Amen. <laughs> now, we also had a lot of things. That This was a, a folder that we had that all your notes and th- things went in. And we had a lot of them left over from the old school. And we didn't know what to do with them. And so we came up with Patty and Ken and myself came up that every time we start a class, we'll send these to the students. That way they can keep all their stuff together. Now, they don't have the teachings. This particular school was a classroom setting. So Elson and Callie and them play the tapes, but all their outlines, all their notes, everything they do goes in that notebook. So we took them up to them. That was kind of a little gift. Next one. And, of course, you can see... Look at Cali. Look at the boots. Okay, now this, that is traditional Indian. That was actually not all of them wore high moccasins. A lot of them wore moccasins, but then they wore the upper part, and that's where our military got the leggings from. Because the leggings is what kept you dry and warm if you were in battle. So you can see where a lot of heritage goes back, but it affects other things. And, of course, you can see now Callie's talking to the class. We actually only told her how to get them in alphabetical order, get them seated in one area, and then that's all we told her. We said, okay, you're going to draw me up. What I did was congratulate her from Brother Jerry and Miss Carolyn, Joe and Joyce, Patty, and Linda Sue, because that's the four people that were influenced in this school. So I did all the, the telling them how good they did and all that, Then we started calling them up to give them not only their diploma, but a gift. Now, what we did is we prayed about what gift to give them because they've just graduated. They got all this renew of the mind in them, but so we gave them the 50 by 50. So there's 50 messages they can continue to listen to to do what? Keep the mind renewed. You can go through school. You don't keep your mind renewed. You'll lose bit by bit. This girl, this lady came up. She was one of the elders. Next picture, too. This was one of the elders. Now, they thought they were too old. Now, there was only two men. And I've already started praying about, I want more men taking the course with the woman, with the ladies. In other words, we'll double the size of the class, okay? But he was one of, this is actually Callie's sister, China. Okay? Next one. Now, now I want to get to what I want to tell you about. There's always tradition. You don't take away their tradition if it's God. Amen? We've tried to go over to these worlds and change people. You preach them the word of God, it'll change them. So he got up. I called Callie early that morning. I said, Callie, do you have, during the graduation, we always play a song. Now, Justin, you remember what our song was in the school, okay, for the nations, okay? I said, Callie... Do you guys have a song for your class? And she said, yes. She said, uh, I do. And she said, I can have the traditional leader do the song. And I said, let's do that. Know anything about the song? I'm not gonna, I don't know Navajo, you know. But I can tell if it's the Spirit of God off the song. and tell it when it's not. So he came in and the first part he started, he started off with telling what this song was about. It was the word. And he would tell us what the word said. But what it was is any time a Navajo was able to complete something, everybody in the church or the congregation or the village, they stood in the middle and everybody came up and hugged them and shook their hand and congratulated them. Never been in a graduation like that. So he starts the music and everybody starts coming up. Now, this is a camp meeting. This tent is full. Everybody in the tent had to come up. All the class stood up. And there's a picture in here, but I don't think I've got them in order as far as that one. And when they came up, they're all in a line. And all the old elders, I'm talking some of them 95, 100 years old, okay, that's known these kids all their life, known their daddy and their mama, come up and shake their hands because why? They're proud of them doing an accomplishment. It's not something on the reservations that you normally see. A few will leave and get set free, but as far as on the reservation. So, Tess, can you play some of it? 
Now just listen. Here's the line. All those students are up here. All you guys are going to start coming up. A little bit more volume. I'm getting goosebumps now. language that the in World War II that the Japanese and the German and everybody we were fighting could not break the code. Now, while we were up there, there was a picture of five of the last code talkers. They call them wind, what do they call them, Joyce? Wind talkers. They could not break that language. It's probably one of the most beautiful language there is when they sang in it. When Callie, Callie has an album and you can get it online where she sings in English, but she sings in uh, Navajo. It was the only language they could not break. They would look and say, is this English? Well, it's American, but it's American Indian, okay? In the, in the way the code talkers had to be, there was another man with them, over them. They were told that if they were started to be captured, you kill them. You would shoot them. Now, they'd been with them all during the war. They had bonded. But their job was, if they were captured, you kill the Navajo because they don't want the code broken. Amen? You see what all goes, and we're going in now taking a code that can't be broken. I won't get into your sermon, Joyce. I'll stay away from it. We got a language the devil can't break. No way. We got a language, we got a code that he can't, he can't touch. Amen? Okay, next one. This is the line. Everybody's coming through. Now, we had a lot of chariots show up because it was a motorcycle and camp meeting. So you can see the crowd just started making a line coming through. They hug them. They congratulate them. They can bless them with a gift. So a lot of times they put money in their hands. And you can see now, this lady, she's, she's not Indian. She's married to an Indian. They live on the reservation. She's known all those kids. Look at, nah, bring it back that one. Look at daddy and, and daughter. Amen. He was so proud and they were, everybody cried. Me and Brother Jerry were crying. You cannot help but cry when you know you're helping complete the call of God in your lives and what we're called to do. Now, this is only one phase. Every one of you here are called to do a phase that's going to touch people just like we're touching these people. All we're after is changing people's life with the word of God. You can go ahead and go one more. Again, now I want you to look at one over from this side, the large girl. And go ahead and go one more. Yeah, you have it. It's the Val Victorian picture. There, stop there. This girl, they, they talked her into taking the school. She said, I don't think I can do it. She said, I don't think I can do the school. I'm not educated. She, in other words, she's trying to talk herself out of it. But China and Elson's daughter, Callie, would not let her, wouldn't let her out. Kept telling her, you can do it. She become the Val Victorian. She had the highest scores of anybody in the school. Okay? When she got up to speak, here's what she said. She said, I now know what God thinks about me from this school. Not what people thinks about me, or not even what I think about myself, but what God says I am. I'm telling you people, that's where it's all at right there. One lady, it changes. We don't know how many she'll change. But it changed her to be a witness of Jesus Christ, and it all came through the school from knowledge, because without knowledge you perish. Or you're not successful. All right. And you can see the smile on my face. When she, give, when she said that, I thought, that makes every trip we make. How many know we're getting ready to go to Ethiopia? 
Amen. Eric, myself, Walter Inns, and Brother John will meet us over there. We're changing lives in Africa, all over the U.S., okay? Okay, you can go. Okay, that, that pretty well does. I want you guys to see the visual part of it, all right? Now I'll talk to you about Puerto Rico, and we're getting ready to go up into where the Blackfeet are, and that's in Montana. And uh, you can go ahead and shut it off now. The, uh, the school we're getting ready to graduate in Montana, Jerry and Kathy Lamping had been president's cabinet for years. And uh, that's when we came up with the classroom setting to where they can do it in a classroom. Any church can have it. And so the first one that really talked to us was uh, Kathy and Jerry. They started out with, uh, I think it was 14 students, and one moved away, so they're graduating again like the other class. So see, if I'd have stopped saying, okay, it's not going to work, you know, this won't work because we only had one student, it's not worth the finances we put out, the time we put out, you can't look at it that way. Both these classes have graduated over 95%, amen? That's what we're after, people starting and not quitting, and Brother Jerry's a master about talking about not quitting. So the, uh, the actual one that's going to be in, in Montana, we graduate it. Joyce and myself will go up in October. October when we go up, uh, I think I do a Wednesday night. Joyce does a ladies' meeting. Then Friday, I think we have a free day Friday. And then Saturday we have leaders' meetings. Then we meet with the class about the next morning's service. And then in the Sunday service, we'll do a joint. We'll do the graduation in the Sunday service together. And again, we ask them if they have a song. And if they don't have a special song, then we pick a song that would go with what their class is all about, okay? And so uh, they've already really now got the 2020 class going. They've already got students signed up to start the next year's class. Now, this will be the only charter class for Helena, Montana. But they've already already started another class because they see the potential of it. Um, in just a minute, I'm going to have Tess play the, the uh, deal we got from Cali, and I don't know how many of you have seen it. I posted it on Facebook. I think uh, JSMI posted it, and it told what the, it, it was a little short testimony from each one of them, and I'll play it right at the end. So we're getting ready to go up and graduate that class. As one person sees what it does in one, they end up signing up for the school. And so sometimes it's all by the testimony they see or the witness they see. You know when it says, and we will receive the Holy, Holy Spirit, which will be a witness all over the world, in our own area and all over the world. And this is what happened in Jerry's school and Callie's school. Callie's getting ready to start the next class. Now, we have things we put in those schools afterward called extended education, okay? And if they've taken the school then we offer it to them, and the next one we're putting on the reservations is called Financial Independence Today. What's it all about? Finances. They need it. None of them know how to take care of money. They're dependent on the United States all their life, the Indian reservations mostly, okay? And so they really don't know how to bleed extra money in. They don't know how to use their money. So we prayed about what can we do to send, so it's on its way now, classroom setting, they'll go in, they'll take it the same way, it's just not as long as the one-year class. And we'll do the same thing with uh, Jerry Lampy's church, Fortress of Joy. Every time we go in and do a Bible school, it is a Jerry Savelle ministry Bible school. has to be done that way. But in partnership with, and of course, Covenant of Faith was the Navajo, Fortress of Joy is, uh, is, is the one we'll do in Montana. Okay, so we do it in partnership with churches and ministries, but it's still our school. The reason for that is we, can't, we will not let them change anything because what we found out years ago when we'd go in, when we would say something to the interpreter, he would change it because he didn't believe it. Amen? Or she didn't believe it. So if I said God heals everybody, now we know not everybody will receive their healing, but God's, God's will was to heal everybody but not everybody will be healed. Then he would change that, okay? And uh, the first time we caught it, we were doing it, it was in Africa, and we were ministering, and uh, I said a statement, and then, of course, Brother Jerry got up and said a statement, and then the guy walked over to him, he said, they're not saying what you guys are saying. 
I said, really? I said, well, what did he say when I said this? And what he said was totally negative. What I said was totally positive. And so uh, we at once set that interpreter down, okay? Got another one up that wasn't even as good, but we knew he'd say what we said. See, it's not always the one that's perfect that you're going to be ministering with, okay? Now, we have them now. Justin can tell you, you go with Barnabas or you go with any of our interpreters over there, Awela. They flow so close with you. It's the same thing in a lot of the countries we go through. Peru is that way. I mean, uh, well, we go to Peru next year. We actually go to Argentina next year, too. You see how we're starting to go into the Spanish-speaking countries. God never told Brother Jerry to go in. We went into those places before, but with other ministries. But now we're starting to see Puerto Rico that's American, but yet total language of Spanish. And uh, so we're going to be doing a lot more materials in Spanish, too. We're working on it now. So you're seeing that we're not only going to Africa, Australia, all over Asia, we're actually going to America, too, Canada. The thing I was saying about when people see things, last year when we went to Ethiopia to start the school over there, we started 50 students, and Eric and myself will go over there and graduate those 50 students this year. Then we'll start another class. And, uh, and we do a big minister's conference, large minister's conference. We do training classes while we're over there. So, and we'll use interpreters. But when we were over there last year, Doug Klan was with us. Now, some of you know Doug, and some of you won't. He's Chariots. He's from Canada. And uh, Doug went over with us last year. And when he seen what our school was all about, he immediately come back to uh, Edmonton, Canada, Alberta, and started a class in his church. See, he had to see it. We could talk about it. I can tell you all about the school, but until you see what it'll do in you, okay, and in someone else, it, it's not as inviting as it is when they see it working. So he came back. Well, he started the largest class so far. He's got 21 students, okay? And we'll graduate his class next year, all right? So when people see this, well, when we were in Cuba, we were with Calvin Box, Kelvin Box. And Kelvin seen the school and what we did. Kelvin came back. He's in Laredo, Texas, has a church. He's taking the school. And we're also going to take it to Cuba, Okay, so every time we start one and we finish one, we see more fruit coming out of it and it's starting to spread. Just the other day, I got a call. Jose, that took us to Puerto Rico. Jose and his wife. Jose said, Joe, I want one in my church in Homestead, Florida, and I want one in our church in Peru. I mean, in Puerto Rico. Amen. Peru must really be in my spirit. Puerto Rico. So now two new schools just out of the trip to Puerto Rico. When we went to Puerto Rico, we knew nothing about the area other than we knew that they had the, the hurricane just almost destroyed everything uh, years back, and you could still see the effects of it. But when we went into that church, they were so hungry. Every church we went to was so hungry that we could see they need the word and the word of faith. Amen. There was other good churches in the area, but, but not preaching and not teaching a lot of what we do, okay? And so uh, we went into that. We had three nights, two nights of services in that particular church, and it was just, I mean, it was just glorious. And uh, laid hands on again everybody in the church, you know, a lot of miraculous healings. Then we went up to the mountain areas, and again, we don't always stay in the capitals. In other words, we flew into San Juan, the capital, but we didn't stay in San Juan. We went into the mountain areas. And that mountain area church, uh, I've been in a lot of churches, and Kathy, you'd have loved it. The praise and worship was, you know, I don't hear this kind of praise and worship in a lot of the churches we go to. We're fortunate we have it. A lot of churches do not have it. Amen? This church had it. All Spanish, couldn't understand a word. That, I, I knew what songs they were singing because I knew the rhythm and the, and the song. But they're all in Spanish. But I was watching them, how they were praising God in worship. And it, I think it went on an hour and 15 minutes. Brother Jerry's looking at his clock. You know, I mean, no, he knows he's got to go up and minister. He knows about how long he's going to take. 
And so it kept going on, going on, going. But it was awesome, but it was going on and going on. I seen him, you know, and well, there's nothing we can do. We're there, all right? But I asked him, I said, do, I leaned over to the pastor. I said, do we have a time limit today? He said, oh, no, there's no time limit. We don't have a night service, no time limit. So, uh, in other words, go, you know. But I started watching, and the one person that I was drawn to was the drummer, a girl, girl drummer. You see some girl drummers, but not a lot. I'm not talking about just a drummer. I'm talking about an exceptional drummer. And, I mean, it caught my attention right off because I love music anyway. I was in band and all that. But the drummers, they're either good, mediocre, or not good. Okay? And they can make the band. This girl was good. So afterwards, we got, it turned out it was the pastor's daughter. But during praise and worship, you could see the people totally into praise and worship. I mean, they were in, they were in the presence of God. Okay? Well, that went on, like I said, probably about an hour, hour, ten minutes, something like that. And then Brother Jerry got up and preached. And then again, I think we laid hands on the whole church. They're so hungry. And so we know now, Jose's church will be the first one we put a Bible school in. But now we're talking to the mountain people. Because, see, we want to go out of the capital where there's lots of churches. I don't know if there's another Bible school much like what we have, but they have Bible schools. But we want to go into areas where they have no word, they have no Bible schools, to where we can get people disciple trained that can carry it on. Somebody asked me one time, said, Joe, what if they run you out of the country? I said, doesn't matter. Once we've got the people trained as disciples, they can't run them all out, you know, and they're not going to never put it down again. So you can see now what one part of our ministry does. And that's only one part. Justin can tell you what the church does, and you all know because a lot of you are in it. Uh, we've, you know, this is going all over. We're getting ready to go. We're in Ethiopia. And, of course, I've been talking to Linda because Linda worked with the Ethiopian Jews in Israel. So we know we're going to do a lot of stuff with the Ethiopian Jews. I'm telling you, you go into Ethiopia, you don't feel those spirits you feel in some parts of Africa because they know the word. Now, the ones that fight them the most is the churches. It's not, it's not the sinners. It's the churches. Amen. Trying to stifle what God really is wanting to do. Amen. So by doing this and giving a little more of it to you, you can see more what you're involved in in your department, what you're involved in to make this happen. And, of course, without Patty and without the ones that work with this, we couldn't do this. We're training people now. Vic will be going over. Vic and Jimmy go over, uh, I think, in October. October, Vic. Okay, Vic and them will be doing meetings all over Tanzania. They'll go in and they'll, uh, they'll minister to the students. They'll go and do all that. Vic's being trained to where if we can't go in, we can send him in. That's what we're doing. In other words, we can't do it all. You've got to have help. But once the vision comes, don't let go of it. If you know Brother Jerry's vision, and don't kick against it. What am I saying, kick against it? When you hear the vision, don't talk negative about that vision. No, you might not understand how it's going to work. We don't even understand how it's going to work sometimes. But we do know our covenant with God is if he says something, it's going to happen. You don't want to be kicking against that. Amen? Brother Jerry comes to me all the time and tells me something we're going to do, and I have no idea how we're going to do it. You'll never hear me talking negative. I talk positive and say, Lord, what's, this is your part. What's my part? What's my part to make this work? Not talking negative. I talk negative, what am I doing? I'm shooting myself in the foot. Amen. I'm talking to everybody now in staff, okay? And international staff, all right? Any place. When you know the man of God heard God, that settles it. The method we do, that's what we talk about. Amen. And then once we decide a method, don't talk against it. You're just kicking against it. It's not going to hurt us. We're still going to get it done. It'll actually hurt you. Amen. Any questions on anything that you're seeing us doing or anything that come up in your spirit that you've seen? And then we're going to pray, going to give you a little bit of time. We got a meeting this morning, but we'll pray over our partners. Pray. I want, I'm going to have Eric come up and the whole staff's going to pray over me and Eric for the Ethiopian trip. Uh, Walter Ian's flies in on the 3rd. 
and then uh, we meet John over there. Okay, everything's been set up, itineraries all set. I mean, we got lots of meetings. Uh, the, the graduation will be a big deal over there because Africa always makes a really big deal on theirs. And then, of course, we'll find out what the next class is going to be, and it could even be from 100 to 400 in that class. We started the first one small because we wanted to make sure we had handles on it and was, everything was going good. You know, when you start something, a lot of it is in steps. Amen. Nobody has any questions? Did you enjoy the presentation of it? Yes. What I'm doing now is when I come back in, I get Nikki and I give her everything about the message and my, my, what I seen. And then we call some of them, like she gets a hold of Callie, she'll get a hold of some of the others, and I'm going to show you the video on what the students thought about the school. And then uh, we'll pray and then we'll, we'll end. But uh, every time I come back in while it's fresh on me, I get Nikki to come in, I give her a hold in, she's writing an article on it, we put all the pictures with it, we're going to do some PowerPoints, that way if one of the pastors that's in PC calls us and says, Joe, we need something to show our church, we have something we can show their church right now. Now we can make them better too when we have a little more time, but basically what I'm doing with Nikki is getting all the things that happen that we don't want to forget. What happened supernatural? Because like I said, what Elson said about them not being able to read. Now, that's not the only school I've heard that in. Uh, when Gary and them changed our school from English to Kiswahili, when the students would listen to it, they would hear the English first, then Kiswahili. And several of them learned how to speak English. Okay, so the school can do anything God wants it to do if the people are open to receiving everything it has for them. How many in here is taking the school? Uh, some of you online now. Okay. Amen. Well, you know what I'm talking about. First lesson, usually. The first lesson. We usually make a person either want it or... And I've had them. Africa, when we started the schools in Kenya, had about four pastors. Didn't want that. You can't force them. Amen. They probably heard something they'd been taught maybe a little different on. Wasn't open to, okay... What's, all, what's this all about? I'll put it up on the shelf for right now. If they would have done it, it would have straightened everything out. But only four out of the whole class dropped out. Okay? Some of them maybe just couldn't do it, didn't have time to do it. Let's play the, uh, the one up from the students. I think it's seven minutes. And just you guys watch them and just listen. That's what their land looks like, too. Yat Eb, Brother Jerry Seville, and all of the staff there with the ministry, we wanted to make this video for you all as a special report of how the students are doing in the school year and how everything is going on here. And so first of all, we wanted to share with you just a few of the fruits here that we're already seeing with the students. And it's amazing. We're seeing amazing fruit here. And the first thing that we wanted to share with you is the students are truly realizing who they are in the body of Christ and who they are in Christ Jesus and how it pertains to them and their lives. We're also seeing a higher number in giving in the services, which is awesome. Uh, the third point is, is we're also seeing them becoming more hungry, more thirsty for the word of God. And then finally, just to share with you all, we're seeing more involvement of the students in the ministry and in the church. And then even in my personal life, one of the greatest things that I wanted to share that I've always heard all of my life, but the revelation and under the power of the anointing from the teaching of Brother Jerry Seville on, on this, in the school year is that God cannot lie. And I've always heard that growing up, but then actually seeing it in the word of God, in the book of Numbers and in the book of Titus, it's been amazing to just meditate on that. And that, that has been strengthening our faith here with the ministry. And so we just wanted to put this together for you. We just wanted to give you a huge thank you from our hearts to yours. Thank you so much for what you're not only doing here in the Navajo Nation, but in all of the indigenous nations of the world and in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. So we love you all very so much, and we thank you so much. Ahyahat. to say thank you to Jerry Seville for the um, 
giving us an opportunity to take some classes. And the thing that really stuck out with me is speaking the word over um, any situation I come into and to always look into the word and to find um, a verse that can be stuck with what my situation is and also to write down um, like a prayer petition with the Bible verses. And I just want to say thank you for giving us that opportunity and I'm learning a lot from you. Thank you. Hello, Mr. Seville. I just would like to thank you for allowing us to learn about um, God's Word and what it can do. But the most that stuck out with me is things that I see is subject to change. So I really believe in that and we do need it here on our homeland. And I just still want to say thank you for everything here that we're learning. Thank you. Hi, my name is Anita. I just want to thank you, Brother um, Jerseville, uh, for the class that I'm taking this year, last year and this year. And I really do appreciate it, and I'm learning a lot, and I'm just thankful for it. Hello, Dr. Jerseville. Thank you so very much for giving me an opportunity to be able to take Jerseville Ministry Bible School has really given me a whole new outlook, a whole new perspective towards looking at the word now. And there was a subject that you just preached on that was subject to change. And when I heard those words, automatically I put those words to use towards my eyes because there was a situation going on then. So I kept on speaking it. My eyes are subject to change. My eyes are subject to change. My eyes are subject to change. I'm meditating on that, and I'm continually speaking those words over my eyes. But I also just want to say thank you for coming out here to Navajo Nation, not just for me, but the fellow students, because it's giving them a, a whole new level on their growth, and I love to see that. But thank you so very much. I look forward to seeing you during Healing in the Nations. God bless you and your ministry. Thank you, Brother Jerry Seville, for your ministry school. It's helped me increase my faith and uh, also improving my relationships with people and building a better foundation on God. Thank you. In my language, Navajo, the Danza. My name is Melissa Thunderchild, and I'm from the Thunderchild First Nation. Um, I want to thank you, Dr. Jerusalem, for these classes. Canada. They've been a huge part of my life, and every time that class comes, I'm excited of what I'm going to learn and how much further you're going to take me in my walk with God, my understanding and in my knowledge, and just put more tools into my tool belt to attack the things Satan's doing on my reserve and surrounding so that I can go out and reach those souls and just continue to dive deep into God's will for my life. So I just want to thank you so much. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of this class. So thank you. Dr. Jerry Sevilla Ministries, I just wanted to say how thankful I am, not only for me, but for my students to, for giving us this opportunity to be a part of your schooling here on the Navajo Reservation. And it just amazes me to see how much we've all grown from the beginning of the school year till now and how much we've all grown spiritually in the word and growing in our faith and our walk with God. And it just amazes me to see them all be able to use it not only in their church, but their families and in their lives and how much they've grown spiritually in the word that you've given us to be learning under. And um, I just wanted to say thank you because I know it takes hours to get to somewhere off the reservation for schooling. And I am so appreciative of the opportunity you've given me because I don't have to leave my ministry or my home or my family or my church to be able to do schooling. And I just wanted to say thank you for that so I can learn and do all what I need to do here for the Lord. So thank you and God bless. So you can see it not only changes the person, it changes all the circumstances. It changes their church. They're more involved. Uh, one thing you heard them say is the giving even went up to the churches. Why? They learned about why you give. Not just giving, but planting seeds. And those students, they're being blessed. 
And you know, that's part of it, because when somebody's sitting over here watching, and they see this one being blessed, and there's no reason they should be, but they are, and they can say, because we're putting the word at work. Every one of them you heard, they caught a revelation that changed their life, but not only theirs, but the circumstances around them. Amen. Eric, come on up. Staff, come on up and pray for me and Eric for the trip to Ethiopia. Amen. We're looking forward to it. We're ready. We've prepared. God's prepared. And now we're ready to do what we're called to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Eric, thank you, Father. Go ahead. We receive it. Venture that we're doing. And we pray supernatural power. We send the word forth to minister in them. And anything that the devil's trying to do, we bind it, we rebuke it, and it has to move out of the way. We thank you, Father, that, that all the strategies that they're working on right now, it will be God ideas and not just an idea. And Father, as we step into that land, we step in with full authority, step in in full armor on, no, no weapon formed against us will prosper or that ministry prosper in any way. But the saints will prosper and prosper greatly in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Vic, pray over chariots of light. Powell coming up. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ken, pray over Brother Jerry and Brother Copeland in the meeting. In they're in Chicago, Detroit. I mean, with Keith Butler. And also pray for the one coming up in Australia where they go over on the Gold Coast, be with Ian and Diane and that group. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Lord. 
broadcast, we pray the abundant harvest over all of our partners and over all of our ministry and over all the other ministries that we're hooked up with. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus name as I was praying over my presentation this morning and what we were going to see and minister I heard the Lord say and I've heard brother Jerry say this brother Copeland I've heard a lot of them that we haven't seen anything yet in other words, it's getting ready to totally explode. I'm seeing it in the schools because at first it was hard to get the school into the churches and this and that. Not now. It's exploding. But it's not going to be like that in just one department. It's every department. It's every phase of JSMI, every phase of the vision, every phase of our partners. They need explosion. And the ones that need to be revived just need to be revived with the word. Explosion is here. Not going to be. It's here. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day today.